0: Welcome to Singing the Blues. I'm Don Halson. And I'm James Marriott. The excitement of, promo- well, the initial excitement of um, promotion of the playoff final has um, has somewhat died down. So we're, we're here, we're back to look at, I guess, the reality of where we're at right now from a playing of view. So um, the retained list obviously came out a few days after the playoff final. So we know there's some players that are staying, there's some players that are going, some players, mm, not really sure. Uh, Lots of names being banded about as potential incomings, maybe one or two outgoings. Um, And we'll have a bit of a look at where we think Wednesday kind of need need to be um, be shopping this summer. Um, So first of all, I mean, Dom, do you want to kind of take us through the retained list to some extent? So first of all, who do we know is definitely staying?
1: Well, the ones that we know are definitely staying right now are, are Callum Patterson, as it extended yep. his contract very recently. I think that's good news. Uh, we've seen his versatility that he brings to Wednesday. He contributed eight goals last season, played in numerous positions, um, and I think he's a very valuable squad player to have. Wednesday, so I, I think that it made sense all round to keep Callum Patterson. So I'm happy that he's staying. Um, we're still waiting on Marvin Johnson and Fizeu Dedebushiru and you know their contracts come to an end at the end of June. They have been offered fresh terms. I think Marvin Johnson will stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be amazed if um, if he doesn't sign a new contract. Uh, and again, that would be another piece in the jigsaw for Wednesday. The, you would imagine they're going to stick with three-five-two. They're not going to go away from that immediately. And Marvin Johnson's been a key man, hasn't he, in the last couple of years? And you look at the amount of assists that he's contributed. So again, I think for Wednesday, getting Marvin Johnson tied down, bit of a no-brainer. I would expect Dede Bashiru to leave. I don't think he will sign a new contract unless there's a big U-turn right now. You've seen reports that he's been linked with a few Turkish clubs. The fact of the matter is, we've spoken, how many times have we spoken on this pod, James, about Dede Bashiru, his future over the last year. Wednesday, I've tried to tie him down to a long-term deal i uh, um, they've been in negotiations back and forth for the best part of a year and it hasn't happened. And so I, I don't expect that to change. Um, so we're waiting on Johnson, Dede Bushiro. I think only one of them will stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, Wednesday we'll have, I think, around a squad of about 17 to 18 left, maybe. And that's been... A little generous, I think there's there's some younger players as well that you'd be throwing in there. You know, people I'd say Pierce Charles is the backup goalkeeper right now. Um, and on the players that we know for definite have left, moved on to pastures new. David Stockdale did well for Wednesday last year. He's gone to York, going to be head of recruitment and player there. Terrific move for him. Jack Hunt, not not a big surprise. That was mm-hmm. always, I think, on the cards. Um, Jaden Brown Dennis Denneran, um but I think really the only standout from the retain list was Ben Hennigan mm. um, and I think Ben Hennigan would have got a new deal but the reality is he got a very serious injury didn't he in the first half of the season and we haven't seen him play for five six months and you would also have to say that there would have been a question mark over Hennigan and his ability to jump up to the championship he's not blessed with great pace as we know um, and so, yeah, you know, he, he, it's sort of he's very much built in the Aidan Flint mold, isn't he? Of where strong in the air, and they'd be commanding, and they dominate in that respect. But then on the deck, you'd worry, yeah, you know, when he comes up against genuine pace in the championship. But it, yeah, I think it was a shock that he only signed for one year. That you know, that Wednesday brought him in. But uh, you know, I think that he was one of those that was one of the lower earners in the squad right. from from what I've been told. So that pretty much is the state of play right now for Wednesday. And the, I, I think the good news is, and you know, I'd be interested to hear what you've got to say and the set, is that they certainly haven't got a skeleton squad. There is a nucleus of a squad to work with. But, yeah, there definitely does have to be, I, I would say, a fair amount of quality, mm added in certain positions for Wednesday to genuinely compete in the championship.
0: Yeah, I mean look we're middle of June aren't we and and there's quite a long time to go before the start of the season but it does when you look at the squad you kind of think all right yeah there's 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 players there i think there's question marks about some of them um i think that You've got players there who've who've played in the championship before. So we know that well, we know that Liam Palmer's played in the championship. Will Volks has played in the championship. Lee Gregory's done this at, at second tier level before. Age is not on his side, but he's a he's a pro, isn't he? Um Josh Windass, Callum Patterson, George Byers, quite a few players in there who've who've done it at this level. There's question marks, isn't there, against some some of the players in that squad. So um I think you know, we've got to look at players like Malik Wilkes, um, perhaps Tyreek Backinson, perhaps even Michael Smith, and say, right, are, are they able to do it in the in the Championship? I mean, Michael Smith obviously got a fair few goals, but there were question marks, weren't there, last season, about whether or not, you know, he, he, he really was the player that we were perhaps looking for stepping up that level. He didn't do it in the end with, with Rotherham, he dropped back down into the third tier. Um, And as it stands right now, we're not really blessed with too much in the way of forward options. So I think there are question marks there. Um, You mentioned Marvin Johnson. He's obviously played at this level before, and I think would be a, a real kind of key person to have around I, I, I think one of the things that I really like about Marvin Johnson is the fact that he's quite versatile, isn't he? He can play a, a number of different roles. I think the same applies for Callum Patterson as well. Is he going to be the first name on the team sheet in the Championship? Not not, not sure about that. But the fact that he can play a number of different roles, really useful player to have around the, the, the place. Um, I can't. I think, you, did, sorry, James, I have to pull you up on your comment before about you know, Wednesday
1: don't have attacking options. They actually have quite a lot when you look at Gregory, Windass, Smith and Wilkes and Patterson. I think it's more a case of, are they good enough to get Wednesday to where they want to go, is what I would argue. And I would say that they need more at the top end of the pitch, especially when you're looking at Smith. Yeah, he got 20 goals last season. I don't see him doing that in the Championship. Lee Gregory, I think will do well to get double figures. Josh Windass maybe 10 to 12 goals you look you, you've also got to factor in his injury record and we might also come on to the speculation and a bit about Josh Windass as well um and then Wilkes well Wilkes hasn't done it in a Wednesday shirt end of so he's got loads to prove right like he's he's the one that I'm looking at thinking he's really got to step up next year you know when they need him to you know when you think that they paid a fee for him um, and and I, I still look at Wilkes and fit, I don't know where he fits in. Well, this is what I was going to ask you team. about,
0: actually, because you know, we, we talked there about um, th- the assumption, let's say, that that Wednesday stick with the formation that, that was used so much in League One. Where does Wilkes fit in with that? Because it didn't happen, did it? It's not built front, I, hasn't I, it? He's I, not a wing I, I, back. I, um, I, I, don't think, I don't think I don't think we know enough staff. about um, Malik Wilkes now to say oh he's not a very good player because I just don't feel like I've really seen him being able to to play football because he's he's just not had there's been no position that he's played in where he thought all oh, right this is where he really thrives um and I just I don't know where that is
1: Um well yeah we, we, it's it's very true we don't I, I I don't see him as a wing back at all so in in the 352 It really has to be up front. I don't think he's cute enough to play as a 10. And frankly, you know, when you're looking at Wednesday's strengths as a squad right now, right, the midfield three, when everybody's fit, evokes buys bannon that picks itself. Yep, that's all right. And that will be really competitive in the Championship. I've got no doubt about that. That's got a bit of everything, hasn't it? It's got legs, it's got creativity, there's goals in there. Uh, So in midfield... Really, it's about, I think, adding some strength and depth there. You know, if Deli Bashiru's going and Adenron's left, you know, central midfield is a position that Wednesday have to strengthen and bring in at least one player. It's a big ask for Rio Shipston, who's hardly played any first-team football, to then all of a sudden throw him into the cauldron of championship football and playing Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, the relentlessness of it. Um, I, 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 You know, I think... He's someone that he'll probably benefit from alone and there would be a few youngsters in Wednesday's squad. But no, I, I think when it comes to surgery, it's, it's centre-back and they need another couple of central midfielders uh, and I would suggest a right wing-back. And they've already been, you know, they've been linked with you know, players that you know, we'll come on to in a bit and they fit the profile of what Darren Moore said. After the victory parade of what he was looking for, he made it you know, clear that they're going for younger players who've got pace, athleticism, uh, and that they've got to lower the average age of the squad. And that's what we've been calling for for some time.
0: Yeah, I think I think we also need to throw in. Well, I mean, we we definitely to throw in another goalkeeper, don't we, into that mix. Some somewhere, um, I, I would argue that we probably need probably need a new number one. Um, I think I, I, I don't know whether or not we can we can rely on Cameron Dawson in the championship. Maybe I'm being unfair. Maybe he he's earned the right to give that a go. But we he certainly has played need in the
1: championship before, isn't it? I, no, I am with you. I mean, I said it on the podcast after the first leg of Peterborough. That I think they need a new goalkeeper.
0: And that's Um, not not really changed, has it?
1: Well, no, it hasn't. And the fact that Stockdale's gone, they they absolutely have to bring in an experienced goalkeeper to challenge Dawson, if nothing else. If Dawson is going to be the man to start the season. uh, You know, I think Dawson has won Darren Moore around. I'm not so sure that Darren Moore fancied Cameron Dawson when he first came into the club and and he went out on loan to Exeter, did well. But he's got back-to-back promotions I feel as if he deserves a shot in the Championship, does Dawson. But I've got no doubt that Darren Moore in pre-season, after he's brought in a new goalkeeper, James, will say, right, there you go, guys. It's whoever's going to perform better in pre-season than the friendlies in training. They will get the shirt for the start of the season. I've seen uh, Bailey Peacock-Farrell. He's been one of the goalkeepers that's been linked. I wouldn't be against that you know I, he was another one though that had errors in him and i still think can wednesday get get better is is there a possibility and the fact that they're in the championship now james i they should be able to attract you know you know, a player of you know premier league loans is what you know what i'm sure Darren Moore is going to be looking at um very carefully that market you know I, I, you know you would think that wednesday with what they achieved last season and the promotion, um, the standing in the game, the history, playing at Hillsborough, being back in the Championship, a lot of players are going to want to come to Sheffield Wednesday this summer. And and really, it's it's about making sure that they pick the right characters, the right players that are going to improve the the team, the squad. Do you think it's the first 11 that they've got to elevate or do you think they just need more depth I'm probably more of the opinion of they've got to really improve the first eleven, and that they've got players who could come in and do jobs for certain games.
0: Yeah, I I think there's, there's players in there that I'd question whether they're really going to be up to it in the Championship, certainly playing week in, week out. It, it, it's you know such an overused phrase. It really is a squad game now. So when we talk about elevate the starting eleven, it's almost a bit of nonsense. That isn't it because you, you're gonna. This is Sheffield Wednesday. We're gonna have injuries. We're gonna have to account for needing effectively two starters for every position which I guess you would do anyway but particularly relevant here at Wednesday. So we talk about you know having a strong midfield 3 well that's fine. We need a strong midfield 6 if if we're really going to be um competing. I I've I've got written on my um my notepad as we've been talking. I've written down the word loans six times um increasingly bigger every time. I think it's dead important because um we we're in a weird position aren't we you know head of recruitment's gone we knew that was going to happen you know finally confirmed a couple of days back so um, we're not a well-oiled machine when it comes to recruitment at Sheffield Wednesday. We don't do things um, in a particularly organised way. It feels very haphazard. It's from summer to summer um, and you know different plan depending on what direction we choose to go in, and that's the way it is. Um, but I, I think that that does mean that loans are particularly important to us because what, what we've got to do now is... I think it's about consolidation in the in the championship. We've, we've got to stop this effectively for 20 odd years now Sheffield Wednesday have been a yo-yo club between the second and third tier we've got to stop that now what we've got to do is consolidate in the championship and people going oh we should be going for it and going for promotion well you know that's that's lovely but I'm not sure if that's realistic I think the realistic thing is let's solidify in the championship now for a couple of seasons and while we do that start building something that that gives us a chance of then making that next step up so I think that means for a couple of years that we've got to play the low market really, really well and bring it in players who are not going to play a long-term role in the future of the club, but we accept that. That's all right. Um, what they're doing is helping us in this kind of middle period before the next Period. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing that thing that football managers do, aren't I, where I'm using a lot of words to say absolutely nothing there. But I'm hoping that makes some kind of sense. I just think the way that we play the loan market is just going to be so important because we're a few weeks behind everyone else. Our season was longer than everyone else. Um, we're we're, we're, we're going to find, I think we are going to find it difficult to bring in players on permanent deals uh, at the right kind of prices, because we're going to be uh, those players have, have probably already been talking to other clubs, so we're going to have to go in higher if we want to get involved in in those in those deals. Um, and none of us want to see us go back to the point of playing over the odds for players that maybe aren't really worth it. So um, yeah, we've got to be really savvy, I think, with with loans. We've got the advantage, haven't we, that that I think Darren Moore uh, is is um, has proven he's liked by other managers. I think he's very well thought of in the football world. There will be managers in the Premier League who would look at a team managed by Darren Moore and go, yes, I would be happy for my you know young starlet to go there because he knows that Darren Moore will, will make that play better.
1: I actually agreed with a heck of a lot of what you just said there. Uh, but yeah, younger players will want to play under... Darren Moore, right? you know, when you look at his background in youth football, you know, we've said it before. Uh, but, you know, you, you're so right on the loan market. You know, I think that's critical to Wednesday's chances of doing well. And Dapon Chancery said straight after they got promoted that they're going to go for it. I hope that doesn't mean that they're going to splash the millions that they did that got themselves into League One in the first place. I don't think it. It does. I think they have learned from mistakes. It will be interesting to see what Day Chan series says at the Fans Forum next week. We're not going to go into that right now anymore. But I think, yeah, that Wednesday... I think they're going to bring in six to maybe eight players. I, I think they're going to... Uh, and, and that's about right. I think, you know, when you look at goalkeeper, midfield, defence, wing-back, I, I definitely think they need... A right wing back, actually, I think to play the way that Darren Moore wants to, so that they can quickly turn defence into attack, they need more pace. You know, we've been saying it for so long; it, it, it just feels like every year for the last five years, we've been saying that this is not a athletic, pacey you know, team, and it would be nice to see that change. Um, and so. Yeah, you know, Wednesday, they have to try and get more right than wrong. But you can take inspiration from looking at Sunderland and how well they did last season. I don't think right now, as things stand, Wednesday are capable of doing a Sunderland and getting into the playoffs. I think a great season for Wednesday would be top half. I really do. Momentum is a big thing in football. And so Wednesday got that right now. And that's why it's important that they try and make a strong start to next season um, to just keep spirits high. You know, everyone right now is in sort of a positive mindset, aren't they? Uh, And so that's, you know, for Darren Moore, that's the key that he's got to just try and build on this as much as he can.
0: Yeah the you're right I think Sunderland are probably the nearest in terms of um comparison aren't they and um I look I mean Sunderland have a sporting director they have a chief executive they have that kind of structure in place that I think meant that that those recruitment plans that that you know kind of where where they were going in terms of the players that they wanted to bring in bring in I think we're probably underway right through the season. I'm not sure that that's there at Sheffield Wednesday at the moment. So I think we're a step behind Sunderland. So I don't know if we can realistically aim to emulate that. But then we've also seen Luton, who are a club that, that, that... that I'm not sure particularly have that that same sort of structure. I don't know a lot about Luton. Um Coventry again, you know, they they've really been kind of up down all over the place for for a period of 15-20 years as of Sheffield Wednesday. Um so you know maybe we can take inspiration from um teams who've been up and down the leagues and proven actually you can you, you can do it, and you don't necessarily need to spend a fortune. I think neither Luton nor um, Coventry were were splashing the cash last summer, um, and it was a weird season in the Championship. And I don't know whether or not we can we can look too much into that and analyze that. But then you know, is is next season going to be super competitive? Could it be another one where actually um, you know teams can, can 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 sneak into the top end of the table without having to do all that much? Um, as I say, look for me, it's now about consolidation, isn't it? It's about stop stop this year. In between the second and th- and third tier, we kind of got there. You know, we did get to a point a point where we were very solid as a championship club, um, and it was behind the scenes stuff that that messed it up. We've got to avoid that. So you're right in terms of what you said about, um, you know, this idea of going for it. Well, what does that mean? Let's let's not go out and spend a, a fortune and 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 throw a lot of money at it to um, to try and achieve that. I think we've got to do it the right way, and I think that's going to take a little bit of time, and that's all right. That's fine. Um, you touched on this earlier on, there's some rumours knocking around about Josh Windass. I don't know if there's rumours about other players as well, but but what's the situation there?
1: Well, Windass, um, so friend of the pod, Alex Miller, he says that Southampton have had a sort of long-standing interest in Windass. It goes back to the January transfer window and Southampton, I still don't think they've appointed... Russell Martin yet as their new manager. But again, there's a connection there with Martin and Windass. Um, So, yeah, uh, it will be interesting if a, you know, we saw it last summer, clubs came in for Windass. If somebody does try to test Wednesday's resolve and Windass has only got one year left on his contract. He's 29, I think now. Um, And if Wednesday got offered say a couple of million for Josh Windass I think they've got to seriously look at it James and that goes back to another historical thing that we talked about in the Deponch chancery era of when they've received offers for players they haven't cashed in and they haven't reinvested that back into the team and so if they do get good offers and let's be honest Josh Windass is one of the few really saleable assets in this squad Then yeah, you know, if some if a good offer comes in for him, I know he's off the back of a great season. Wembley hero got sixteen goals, eight or nine assists or whatever it was. You know that's a lot of goal contributions that Sheffield Wednesday would have to replace. But if they sell Windass and then that allows Darren Moore to rebuild the team and bring two to three other players in, I think they've seriously got to consider it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of other players in the Wednesday squad right now that are getting linked, certainly with moves. Yeah, you know, I, I do look at Windass and think he's probably the one that, you know, that could rumble on for you know a fair bit of the summer of where you know there, there will be talk about Josh Windass and his future until he signs a new deal. If he signs a new deal,
0: yeah, can't disagree with any of that. Um, it, 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 it's difficult, isn't it? We, we... Sheffield West is a strange club, and, and and I think we've talked about this before, that we uh, seem to take it very personally, this idea of players leaving. You know, players come and go at football clubs, that's what happens. Um, some of the stuff that, that I saw on Twitter when the initial story broke about Southampton's interest was really odd. Some saying... Tell them to get lost. Some players, some people say, "Well, if he wants to go, then then get rid of him." And and it's like, but this this is the way that football works. Buying and selling players is what happens. I don't know why we seem to take it very very personally as if it's a personal attack on us. I I, I can only think of two players that Sheffield Wednesday have, have, have sold in in significant deals that are, are are of are of note. One of which is is back at the club and just about to be released again. Um, the the, the other of which has just been relegated to 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 League One, so you know neither have actually gone on to do anything um, hugely spectacular in 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 their in their career. Um, I'm probably being unfair to Jack Hunt. He played a massive role in getting Sheffield Wednesday to the to the playoff final, but you know he's not he's not gone on and pushed on to being a top flight player. Um, I, beyond that, it's just not happened, and it's so important, isn't it? Because how how do you make money in football? Well, you know, you buy and sell assets and, and, and footballers are the only ones that you've that you've got in football. So um yeah, if the right deal comes along for Josh Windows, Wednesday would be absolute idiots to to not at very least consider it. Um and and figure out, all right, Brill, well, we've got these players knocking around that, that we know realistically within our grasp we could bring them in. So this is how we can use this this money to our advantage. Because what we do know is that it's, it's a pretty serious number of players. I mean, you said between six and eight players. I, I, I wonder if it's a bit higher than that, actually, if we're going to really build a, a, a squad, potentially send out one or two players on loan, whether or not we're doing a little bit more than that. So, yeah, we've got to be savvy.
1: I think eight would do it for me. And, yeah, I think when you look at the incomings, I'm quietly confident Wednesday will bring back Rhys James on a permanent basis. And that would be another yep. you know, big box tick. You know, I think he is well-liked by the fans, knows the club. We've seen what he can do. Again, another player that is approaching his 30s, so it's not ideal, but he can play a number of positions uh, and his adaptability, Darren Moore knows him from the Doncaster Rovers days, and so they go back a long time. Yeah, yeah Reese James, uh, you know, I think we're you know, all in agreement that that would be a good bit of business. Yeah, um, And then... You, know, you see, Sheog Benny, uh, a Rotherham, I really like the type of player that certainly Wednesday seems to be getting linked with right now. You know, and, and I'm thinking, you know, you've also got um, the Arsenal, you know, right wing back uh, Brook Norton um, who did really well at Coventry last season, and he is direct and he's got great energy about him. And, and those are the types of players I do expect Wednesday to be going in for. The problem is they won't be the only club mm-hmm. and that will be the difficulty. And, you know, you know, we've seen that Ogbeni has got probably a lot of championship interest right now. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, I think Wednesday fans, they've got to be patient. Yes, it's mid-June, but the transfer window has literally just opened this week you know, as we record this. And so, like, right, deals were only now... Start to get done over the line, and clubs are also reluctant to take you know players' contracts. They don't officially end until the end of the month anyway, so they don't want to take players who are say three agents now or whatever. You know they're not going to start wanting to pay them now if you see what I mean. You're know, going to wait for as long as they can. Um, but yeah, no, I think. And then in defence, we've seen you know, Jordan's story another game yeah. Wednesday fans very familiar with I still think that they haven't given up hope of Mark McGuinness re- returning to Hillsborough if you get either of those back I think that would be brilliant you know and that, and that is what Wednesday needs you know and I think in defence you know, assuming Rhys James is going to return I mean what you're left with is you've got Michael where you've got Dominic iorfer um, Kieran Brennan's come back, but he's not established himself in the first team. Like, so they are they are short at centre back. We know Liam Palmer can play there too, yeah. so I, that's where for me the, they,
0: they, for they, have get, they have Definitely to get they have to get a couple
1: of bodies in there at least.
0: I, I if I'm honest, I was I was a tad surprised about Dominic Ioffer, um being offered a contract um, because I I thought he was really shaky at times last season in League One and i worry that teams will find him out in the championship and no you just throw pressure on him he's, he's not good under pressure um so yeah, there's definitely work to do defensively some some good names there you know players that have done really well for us granted at a lower level but um you know could 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 welcome back and do um and do a job it is going to be interesting over the next few weeks isn't it um what we know as well we we're we're, uh, we're less than a week away now from um fixtures being announced who do you want first game, Dom?
1: Um, well, uh, we were given a clue, weren't we, by I think uh, the, the team's fixtures the from down the road uh, yesterday were announced. So, you know, they're uh, home the week before. So, yeah, Wednesday will be at home, won't they, um, for the first game of the season. I think that's pretty much set in stone. Uh, so, yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd fancy... A Big fish, just like whoever you like, Leicester. Oh, could you imagine Leeds? Oof. Leeds would be... I mean, that would be I don't think they'd allow I, that. would that first game I, of the season. Well, yeah, and the first fixture in the Championship will be on a Friday night as well. So I think we can definitely say that if it was Sheffield Wednesday, Leeds, that wouldn't be on a Friday night after you know what happened many, mm. many years ago. Yeah. Um, so that's not going to be happening. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I would be delighted if it was Leicester... Leads, but there are so many big teams in the championship. You know, I like say, you know, I watched a lot of the championship last season, and actually, I think it's a pretty poor division. You know, and and that's what gives Wednesday great hope is that I think you look at some of the teams down at the bottom, and there are some rubbish sides, and I mean rubbish teams. And you know, the the teams who were down there last season, flirting with relegation, it like Rotherham, QPR, Cardiff. I fully expect them to be down there again. And and you've got teams like Stoke and Hull who they they could go either way. And there's a few teams like that, you know, and and, and most people expected Watford to be in the top six last season. Uh, And they wouldn't have predicted that Luton would finish third. And Watford ended up finishing 11th, miles off the pace. And you had Blackburn, Lost seventeen times, and yet they finished seventh. Right, you know, so it was a very weird championship last season. And I and I actually think that the strength of the top will be there. You'd expect it to be stronger with Southampton, Leicester, Leeds. There's big rebuilds to be done there, and. and this is another thing, too, of where you think, oh, yeah, Sheffield Wednesday, they haven't signed a player yet. They're behind other teams, you know, with the playoffs dragging on to the end of May and not knowing what division they were going to be in. Could be could be worse. Could be Leeds. Could be Leicester. They haven't got managers yet. You know, right? they've got nothing in place. And so mm. I don't think Wednesday in a bad position, really. You know, they've done some decent housekeeping and I expect they're going to be ramping up the transfers, and they're going to have to in the next few weeks um, to give themselves a good chance of giving a good account of themselves next year, which is what we all
0: want. Yeah, fair dues. Um, By the way, first game, it's got got to be Huddersfield, the the triumphant return of Colin. It has to be. Oh, that
1: would be a bit tasty as well. That would definitely be be a sky pick. Yeah, and, and Colin's already made it quite clear that he uh, he can't wait for the reception he
0: gets as he comes off the bus. Absolutely, yeah. Um Right, that's gonna pretty much wrap us up. Other than a Bit of news a bit of news about us, because um it's a bit of a bit of a sad moment. We're gonna have to fight back the tears here a little bit, aren't we, Dom? But um uh sadly um, singing the blues as you know and love it um, is is going to be no more because um, we are going to be well we're calling it a hiatus um, from uh, from the end of, of of this season. So your your job changed, didn't it, at the um, halfway through last season. Um, I started my own business a couple of years ago. Things have been really busy for me. Um, what you don't see behind the scenes is that sometimes in order to get our diaries to actually match, we've recorded this podcast in the wee small hours of the morning. Sometimes haven't we stupid o'clock in the morning that we've, um, that we've had to get up to do this because we've just not been able to find time anywhere else. And, um, I think that we've both been aware of the fact that it's, it's going to be difficult for us to continue to, to, to do that. Um, Speaking very personally from my point of view, um, back in the championship next season, um, moving to sit with um, a, a, a bigger group of friends, I'm quite looking forward to um, just being able to go and watch football as a fan and not worry too much about. Oh, Got to make a note about that to talk about it on the um, on the on the podcast. So kind of just you know going back to just being able to enjoy football as a as a supporter, um, and um, it's it's. Probably not the absolute end. I think you'll probably still see us pop up a couple of times a season, just doing maybe a bit of a mid-season review. Um, certainly um, at the end of, uh, of of the season, we will still pop up from um, from from time to time. Um, but we've done. I think this is our sixth series series that we've that we've done. We've been through a lot during that time. We've had a relegation. We've had um, a pandemic during that. Uh, we've had three four managers in that in that time a lot of players that have come and go um some some difficult times obviously uh, of late some some great times um and it's been brilliant to be able to share them all with 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 you guys um but yeah slight change in direction for 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 us now
1: yeah uh, and i think all i really want to add is you know, thanking everyone for who has listened to the pod over the years and all the positive feedback that we've had. You know, it's been great. You know, we've loved doing them. We've had some great laughs. Um I th- I think we've had some heated discussion as well at times. Mm-hmm. You know, occasionally you've even made, you know, the odd good point. And yeah, no, I it's um it's just one of those where yeah, as you mentioned, it's become harder for me to see. I don't see the team live as much as I used to. Um, and you want to you know, talk about you know, Wednesday with great authority. And I don't really feel like I can as much as I used to in the same way. You know, I still write about Wednesday and I still like to talk about Wednesday as much as I possibly can. You know, it was, it was like you, you know, I've got a huge affinity and you know, love for this club. Uh, But, yeah, you know, I think that's why we've sort of come to this decision. But we've loved doing it. We've really enjoyed it. And, yeah, like you say, it's not complete the end. We will still come back and we still will do the occasional, you know, pods when we we need to, you know, get things off our chest and everything. But, yeah, um, I I think for now we're taking a little bit of a break um, and we're going away and we're reassessing. Um, But, yeah, um, this will be the last one for a while. But yeah, who knows? Um, we we may end up, we might end up doing more than you think next year. You never know, James. You know, if there's lots to talk about. But yeah, for now, we're having a little bit of a break and we're going to reassess. But no, been awesome doing it with James. Um, you I'm too, trying man. not to get too emotional? Um, and, and I want you, know to what you to cry. Like, I want to see tears, I
0: Dob. I want tears.
1: Well, when we first came, do you know what? I, I still always remember. You know, like when we met up in town and we discussed setting up this pod and everything. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we didn't really know each other then, and it's been great just to get to know you as a bloke. And we've gone for beers, and you know, uh, it's, yeah, from doing this pod, you know, I feel I like made a friend for life, and it's been great. You know, and like every chance I get, every time I come back to Sheffield, I always want to see if I can, uh, you know, catch up with you and see what Madness Marriott's been up to. So, yeah.
0: Um, That's genuinely sweet, actually, um, Dom. But no, I yeah, I echo that, and and would say that you know we did this 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 started out obviously as a podcast concept, and um, I've probably said it a couple of times on social media that actually you know I feel like obviously I've I've got a friend through it, um, and that I know from what people you know say to me about how they enjoy listening to what we've got to say about things people see us as their friends and and i think we share in that as well um and you know if we've been able to be a bit of company to anyone over the last few years then you know that is that is job done for for us because that's what that's what it's all about um and as you say you know this is not this is not a kind of you know absolute end um should we just describe it as the the balls are in and
1: <laughs> oh we'll, you've been waiting for that haven't
0: you we'll all we'll see years. when we'll see when they're next out. Let's let's that's that's the that's the way to describe it. I do just want to give um a final shout out to um he he's our partner, he's also our friend um Ollie at Title Law Solicitors titolaw.co.uk for all your legal needs. Go and talk to um, to Ollie. Right, for the for the final time, for now, on Twitter Dom is at Dom House and I'm at James Marriott the show is at Dom and James you can find loads more about us on our website and in the show notes for this episode. Thanks for listening, up the owls have a great summer and we'll catch you soon. <laughs>